Hello and welcome to The Green Hornet from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Green Hornet. He hunts the biggest of all game, public enemies who try to destroy our America. With his faithful Filipino valet Cato, Britt Reed, daring young publisher, matches wits with racketeers and saboteurs, risking his life that criminals and enemy spies will feel the weight of the law by the sting of the Green Hornet. Ride with Britt Reed in the furring story, San Francisco Adventure. The Green Hornet strikes again. misty evening when two soldiers sauntered through Marina Park to the water's edge and stood looking out over the rolling waters of San Francisco Bay. Before them, they could see the dim lights of formidable and forbidding Alcatraz. Off to their left was a more thrilling sight, the lights of the great Golden Gate Bridge, lights which through the mist seemed like strands of glistening pearls hung in the western sky to represent the bright hopes of many world delegates linked together by the single great desire for world peace. For a moment, the two soldiers gazed at the scene. Then suddenly, one of them broke that silence with a startled exclamation. Holy cats, Joe, look. They're on the beach. What the... It looks like a body washed ashore. Come on. Yeah. Oh, it's the body of a man, all right. Yeah. Yeah, Nobody'd ever be able to recognize him. Best thing for us to do is to get to a phone and call the cops. We'd better do it right now. Yeah. In a certain large city many hundreds of miles away, Britt Reed, man about town and young publisher of the Daily Sentinel, 
little knew that the incident on the beach of San Francisco Bay would cause him to meet Oliver Perry, the great American detective again, and risk his life and reputation. But that's getting ahead of our story. Britt Reed was in his office going over some letters with his secretary, Miss Case, when Michael Axford entered. You can get these letters out right away, Miss Case, and I'll sign Hi, them. Hi, Reed. Hello, Casey. Axford, you shouldn't interrupt Mr. Reed like that. Sure, and all I said was hello. If I didn't say hello, you'd be accusing me of not being polite, and then I'd Never be... Never mind, Axford. <laughs> Skip it. Well, it's a good thing Mr. Reed's a patient man. Ain't it, though? He has to put up with all the mistakes you make in them letters and all. <laughs> Is that so? Sure. Say, Reed... I guess the Sentinel will be running headlines on that peace conference from now on. That'll be news everybody will be watching for. Yes, Axford, the whole world's interested in what takes place out there in San Francisco. I hope our correspondent will be on his toes. Of course, we'll get the highlights over the press wires in the newsroom. Reed, you should have sent me out there to get unusual stuff, you know. (laughs) Human interest stories that none of the other pressmen out there can get, I suppose. Sure, that's it. Then I... Uh, <laughs> Cassie, why don't you beat it and stop making cracks when I'm trying to talk serious to Reed? Well, I'm afraid I'll miss one of those pearls of wisdom that drop from your lips, expert. <laughs> Reed, I'm telling you, I... <laughs> Hello? Hello? I told that central operator to connect me directly with Britt Reed's office. Oh, this is Mr. Reed's office. This is his secretary, Miss Case speaking. Oh, it's you, Miss Case. I want to talk to that son of mine. Oh, it's Miss... you, Mr. Reed. Just a moment. It's your father calling, Mr. Reed. Dad, eh? Calling from San Francisco. It must be important. Hello, Dad. This is Brett. How are you, Brett? Still managing to hold the Daily Sentinel together? <laughs> well, after a fashion. What's up, Dad? Listen, Brett. This conference is a big thing. A focal point for the eyes of the people of the whole world. Yes, I realize that. I put the Sentinel entirely in your hands, of course, son. But I'm still interested enough to want it to do a bang-up job for its readers. Of course. I understand that for the opening session of the conference... Only hand-picked press representatives are to attend. Well, what about it? I managed to get your name through as one of the select. So you'll have to come out here at once. Well, of course I'll come, Dad. I'll get there as soon as I can. I knew you would, son. By the way, you'd better bring Mike Axford along with you, since he's a sort of a bodyguard. I'll feel better if he's along. Well, just as you say, Dad. Fine. Well, we've talked long enough. Can't hold up long distance. Goodbye, son. Goodbye, Dad. See you soon. There's something wrong, Mr. Reed? Uh, with your father, oh, I no, think... Oh, no, no. He thinks I should go to San Francisco right away. You'd uh, better do what you can about plane reservations. You mean to say you're going all the way out there? Uh-huh. Ah, uh, Hollywood. They're all them movie queens. It's San Francisco, Axford, and all those peace delegates. Just a slight difference. Huh? Oh, oh sure, sure. That's what I was really thinking of. Uh, uh Reed. Well? Of course, it doesn't mean very much to me personally, but uh, do you think you should go away out there alone? Oh, but I'm not going alone, Axford. I make reservations for two, Miss Case. Yes, sir. Uh, who you uh, take and read? Not that I'm curious, mind you, but I, well, I kind of like to know. <laughs> Why, you, of course, Axford. Me? Me, did you say? Yes. Did you hear that, Casey? Tis me he's taken all the way to California. Whee! <laughs> California! <laughs> oh, Casey! <laughs> me, I can't believe me ears. <laughs> what do you know? I gotta tell the bunch. Oh, boy, where's I tell the news? Oh, he'll never grow up. Well, Dad told me to bring him as sort of a bodyguard. Bodyguard? <laughs> Oh, that's a laugh. Yes, I hope I won't have to spend half my time on the West Coast getting Axford out of trouble. <laughs> but who can tell? He might come in handy. Hello, Mr. Reed. 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 Hello, Mr. Reed
California, here we come. Fasten your seatbelt, Axford. We're landing. San Francisco. Sufferance next. Did the old gent say he'd meet us at the airport, Reed? Yes. Oh, there he is. Reed. Uh, Joe, son, it's good to see Bad. you. Bad golly, you're proud as a walnut. Sure, it's good to see you, Mr. Reed. Glad to see you, Axford. They'll put the things in that cab. Driver will take them to the hotel. Rich, you'll have to take my car and get to work. To work? Get over to the Veterans Memorial Building. There's a special meeting of newsmen. You'll have to hurry. Uh, get going, Reed. I'll take care of things. I'll see you at the hotel. Right you are. All right, driver. Let's go. The Veterans Memorial Building. These have been checked very carefully. However, inasmuch as you men represent the press of the world, we have a grave responsibility. You all appreciate that? Yes. Uh, isn't that man a detective? Yeah. Oliver Perry, you know him? Oh, yes, sir. We've it's met. It's my duty to see that each of you is what you represent yourself to be. I'm taking it upon myself to have the fingerprints taken of all of you. These will be checked against the prints already on file here with the authorities. Now, uh, with your cooperation... We'll proceed to take your prints. I'm sure no one will have any objections. Well, you're the last one. I'll just... Well, Britt Reed. I didn't expect to see you here. How are you, Mr. Perry? I recognized you when I came in. I'm glad to see you again. Well, the last time we met was back in your city when I thought I was going to trap the Green Hornet. Last December, I believe. Oh, yes. I uh, remember it very well. Really? I didn't know my visit impressed you that much. Well, I won't have to take your prints, since I know who you are. Just as you say. Among the others, of course, are many from foreign countries. We can't be too careful to double-check on them. For the safety of the high officials from abroad will attend the conference. I understand. Pardon, Senor Perry. Yes, of course. I am Carlos Medellin. You have checked my credentials already. Oh, yes, I remember. What can I do for you, Mr. Modena? I have been thinking, senor. You will check the fingerprints and return in time for us to be passed upon for attendance at the conference meeting at 8.30, no? I'll be back in plenty of time. Let's see, it's 5 o'clock now. I'll take a cab over to check the prints and be here one hour before the meeting to check you all in. My car is at your disposal, senor. I shall be glad to drive you where you are going. Thanks, just the same, but I'll take a cab. Very well, senor. I will be here waiting with the others when you return. Adios. Goodbye, Mr. Modena. Well, there's one chap who wants to be certain to get into the conference. Yes. Rather a strange fellow. Represents a large South American newspaper, according to his credentials. Somehow, I don't take to him very well, though. Not enough to ride in his car, anyway. <laughs> Independent cuss, aren't you? Right. Say, uh, suppose after I finish with these prints, I phone you and we'll have dinner together. Fine. If I knew how long you'd be, I'd make it a point to be at the hotel. Oh, so wait, you... wait. On second thought, why don't you phone me in about, uh, about an hour? I'll be finished by then. The number down there is Bayshore 213. Bayshore 213. Fine, I'll call you then and we'll meet for dinner. I'll call in exactly an hour. All right. I'll run along now. See you later. B. 
A, two, one, green. I wonder how long it'll take to get over there. Uh, I'd like to speak to Oliver Perry, please. This is Britt Reed. He's expecting to call. I'm sorry, Mr. Perry's not here, sir. He isn't? Well, did he leave a message for me? No, sir. In fact, Mr. Perry hasn't been here today. Are you sure? He started for there an hour ago, and I was... Perhaps he was delayed, sir. If he comes in, I'll tell him you called. Well, thank you very much. Goodbye. Oh, that's mighty strange. Oliver Perry's not the type to let himself be delayed on an important errand like that. Moreover, if he had been delayed, I'm sure he'd have called and let me know. I want... Hi, Reed. Am I tired? Well, actually, what have you been doing with yourself? I thought you were going to meet me outside the conference building. I did hang around outside there, Reed, but I guess I missed you. Uh, oh, oh. Believe me, it is a relief to sit down. Well, what makes you so tired all of a sudden? Reed, I've been seeing the city. And what hills they got around here? <laughs> sure ain't a city for riding a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> Well, San Francisco isn't all hilly, Axford. Where'd you go, anyway? Oh, I went up to Twin Peaks and got a swell view. Then I went over to Golden Gate Park and took a peek at the aquarium and museum. Then I hopped a cab and told him to take me to that there uh, Barberry Coast I used to read about. I ended up in a rough part of town, down on Pacific Avenue, I think it was. Then I come up to the Civic Center to wait for you. Well, you certainly covered the town, didn't you? Sure, and there's lots of it to be seen, yet that there is. <laughs> By the way, Reed... Believe it or not, I saw somebody I knew right here in Frisco. Really? Who? You remember that famous detective that came... Oliver to... Perry? Sure, that's the guy. Well, where did you see him and when, Axford? Sure, it was down there in that rough part of town, down on Pacific Avenue. I was just about to go into a bar... Uh, 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 that is, I, I was hatted. Go on. It was a dub called the Sailor's Cove. Right then I saw Perry getting out of a car with two guys. They walked close together and went inside the place. I'm not wanting him to see me around such Are a you place. sure I... it was Oliver Perry? Sure, I'm sure he... Well, what did the men with him look like? Do you remember? Well, one of them was short, uh, a dark mug. Uh, the other was kind of tall, wearing a gray suit, sort of. I see. How long ago was that? About, uh, well, almost an hour ago. Uh, you going to eat, Reed? Well, not right now, Axford. Well, then if you don't mind, I'm going to get a bite myself. Then I'll mosey down and take a look at cops' headquarters in the city. See you later, Reed. All right, Axford. Mm, saw Perry all right, and with Mordania. I wonder... Great Scott. Oliver Perry must have been kidnapped because of those fingerprints. We'll continue our Green Hornet adventure in just a moment. Thank you. 
to continue our story. As a sudden thought that Oliver Perry had been kidnapped struck Britt Reed, he instinctively reached for the phone and dialed police headquarters, giving them the facts and asking them to investigate. Then he took a cab and went to headquarters to wait for a report. It was almost 7.30 when the police sergeant told Britt Reed the result of their investigation. Well, Mr. Reed, just like I thought. Nothing came of it. Boys went to the Sailor's Cove, didn't find Perry there, nor did they find out anything about that guy named Modena you told me about. I see. And also, we checked on Mr. Modena. Credentials are okay. Perry was supposed to meet you, and he didn't. I guess he had a reason. Well, I guess you've done all you can. Yeah, guess we have. You know, we got plenty of real worries these days. Got an unsolved murder on our hands right now. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Guy was found a couple of days ago, washed up on the beach. A couple of soldiers found him. Had a knife wound in his back. Wasn't identifiable. Been in the water maybe about a week. The only clue was a ring with the initial CDM on the inside. Still at the morgue. Too bad. Well, I guess I'll leave now. I have to go to the hotel and get ready for that 8.30 meeting. Thank you for everything. No, don't mention it. Don't you worry about that guy, Perry. He's nobody's fool. You can bet on that. He's probably after a big catch right now. A short time later in his hotel room, Britt Reed sat down for a few minutes to think things over. His thoughts went back to the time Oliver Perry, famous detective, had come to the east to track down the Green Hornet. It had been an anxious time for Britt Reed then, for Perry definitely had suspected him, and only quick action by the Hornet had saved the young publisher from being exposed. But Perry had threatened to try again. Perhaps the showdown might come here in Frisco. That police sergeant said Perry always had a reason for doing things. Cato never did think Perry got over his suspicions of me. It could be Oliver Perry go to West Coast, Mr. Britt. Better he not get after the Green Hornet another time, or it result in finding out secret of Hornet's identity, perhaps. Cato could be right. Perry's a smart man. Well, I'd better... Hmm. The initials on that ring they found on the murdered man. C.D.M. Could be for Carlos de Modena. He might be the real Modena and the man who was with Perry. That must be it. I've got to work fast. Taking the green hornet mask and gas gun from a false compartment in the bottom of his suitcase, Britt Reed concealed them in a secret pocket of his coat. When I get back, I'll have that suitcase shipped out immediately to Cato, just in case Perry comes snooping. Right now, I'm going to go out as the Green Hornet and find Oliver Perry, risk or no risk. And I've got to find him before the man known as Modena goes to that meeting. Taking a cab, Britt Reed headed for the Sailor's Cove on Pacific Avenue. Meanwhile, in the dingy office in the rear of the cafe, the owner sat at his desk. Suddenly, he looked up as the rear door quietly closed. What the? Quiet, you. Don't make a move. A masked crook, huh? Why do you come here? Who are you? In the East, I'm known as the Green Hornet. The Green Hornet? I've heard of you, all right. What do you want me to do? Where's the guy who calls himself Modena? Modena? Never heard of him. Tell me, up. My arm. Talk. The real Modena's dead, and you know it. I want the guy who's using his name. I didn't kill Modena, honest. Maxton did it. Maxton's the guy you want, Hornet. Okay, take me to him right now. Oh, let go. I'll, I'll take you. All right. Let's go. 
No funny business. It's through a trap door and a tunnel to another building nearby. About as much. Lead the way and hurry. In the hideout, Oliver Perry was tied hand and foot to a chair. The man who called himself Modenio was preparing to leave. He gave last-minute instructions to his henchman, Shorty. It's 8 o'clock, Shorty, and I have to go right on over to the conference. See that this snooper doesn't get loose. It gets to be 10 o'clock. If I'm not back, let him have it. If I don't succeed tonight, he may come in handy. You lost your accent in a hurry, my friend. This security conference will make certain you and your kind never have a chance at another victory or conquest. Nazi! <laughs> Even at this very conference, I shall have my victory. See this fountain pen? It isn't really a pen at all. It's a very ingenious weapon. Weapon? Of course. It's made to fire one bullet. Tonight I shall assassinate one of the foreign ministers of the Allied countries. <laughs> Think how that will disrupt the conference for peace. You'll never get out of there alive. <laughs> I don't intend to, my friend. I have a poison pill with me. I shall take it and die for our Nazi cause when my mission is completed. Well, that's it, huh? And you stopped me from checking those prints because you knew you'd be shown up as a spy before you could get inside. Exactly. We got Carlos Medina on his way from the airport. <laughs> He's in the morgue. While well, I use his name to carry through our mission. Shorty will see that you don't leave here to disclose any of the facts. You sneering Nazi rat. You and a few fanatics like you don't know when you're beaten. Shut up. <laughs> Nazi. That word, my friend, will hereafter mean the lowest in bestiality. It'll be the most insulting word that Shut can be... Shut up, I said! Look. Passed out, Maxie. The swine. You'd better get going, Maxie. Yes. I'll go out the back door here. Someone may be watching in front of the cafe, so I won't use the tunnel. Wish me luck, Shorty. Tonight I will startle the world and let them know the Nazi cause will never die. The fall of Berlin won't mean the end, as they think. So long. They're all nutty, but they pay well. They must be squint. Maybe the cops have been at the cafe again, looking. I'll let them in. Get in there and be quick about it. Hey, what is this, Quint? What's the idea of... big shot crook from the East, Shorty, the Green Hornet. I had a bring Green Hornet? Holy cats, I've heard of him. Where's your pal who's using the name of Mordania? Oh, Maxie? You're too late, Hornet. He he just laughed. That's all I want to know. Now, take it. (coughs) Yes, That's it, huh? Well, you ain't going to use that gas gun on me. (coughs) Right in the stomach, eh, Dopey? (coughs) So you don't want gas, eh? Okay, this will do just as well. Well, that's Perry tied to the chair. You must have knocked him out. He'll be coming to in a minute. I'll cut these ropes. There. He'll put these rats where they belong. He certainly has enough evidence against them. Now I'd better get to that conference on the double. I don't know what that Modania scheme is, but I've got to keep him from going into the auditorium until Parry gets there. He can carry on from that point. With the disguise removed, Britt raced to the peace conference and hurried into the ante room. Most of the newsmen had gone inside. 
Modena was walking toward the door. Oh, Mr. Modena. What is it, senor? Well, I'm here representing the Daily Sentinel back east. Uh, since I know you're a famous columnist in your own country, I'd like to have a short interview. Well, senor, the conference is about to start. Yes, yes, I, I know. Now, uh, uh, about your views on the Pan-American attitude on the voting of delegates, will you tell me in a few words how you think they'll react to the election? <laughs> Right now. I'll be too late. They wouldn't hold him on my phone call. I've got to get there. I just got to. Can't stop the red lights, fella. If that assassin goes through with his purpose, anything can happen. I've got to get there in time. be the effect on South American trade, Mr. Modena? Really, senor, I must beg off from further questioning. The conference has already begun. I, I know, I know. Uh, but just one question more, and then you can go Stop on in. Guard. Grab him. Here he I'll get inside. No, you won't. I've got him. Thanks, Mr. Reed. That man's a spy. I have the proof. And he's here to commit murder. You mean he's not Modena, then? You fool. You hadn't delayed me with your questioning, I would have accomplished my purpose. Of course I'm not Modena, as he knows. Take him away, guard. Yes, sir. Come on, you... Well, what do you know? Maybe I don't know as much as I really should at that, Britt Reed. Strange that you should delay, Modena. And, of course, most fortunate. Glad I unknowingly helped, Mr. Perry. Unknowingly? Oh, here you are, Reed. I was going to wait for you to come out and hear the news. What news, Axford? About the Green Hornet saving Oliver Perry. Say, you're Mr. Perry, ain't you? That's right. What was that you said about the Green Hornet saving me? Yes, Axford, explain. I was at cop's headquarters when Perry phoned in for him to pick up a couple of guys on Pacific Avenue. When we got there, Mr. Perry had left, but we found the two mugs. They finally come to and said the Green Hornet busted in and knocked him out and saved Perry. And oh, they but didn't... the Green Hornet's known to be in the East, Axford. There must be some mistake. The Hornet was operating in the East, all right, in your city. Uh, Britt Reed, once last December, I told you I had suspicions concerning the Hornet's identity. Oh, my suspicions are stronger than ever. But since the Green Hornet has prevented an assassination at the security conference, saved my life, I'm going to forget my suspicions. Hey, no. What does he mean, Reed? I uh, guess he means he's giving the Hornet a break. It may be that even the Hornet subscribes to our late president's final written words to the world when he wrote, If civilization is to survive, we must cultivate the science of human relationships the ability of all peoples of all kinds to live together and work together in the same world at peace. And perhaps like the rest of us, the Hornet takes to heart the closing lines of that same speech. The only limit to our realization of tomorrow will be our doubts of today. Let us move forward with strong and active faith. Uh, Britt Reed, you're a very remarkable man. Thank you. But I wanted to go on record that if I ever have to cross swords with a green hornet again, I'll do my utmost to show him up and turn him over to the law. Perhaps the hornet would welcome such an encounter in the future with so admirable an adversary as he's probably found you to be in the past, Mr. Parry. Who can tell?
These copyrighted dramas originate in the studios of WXYZ Detroit. All characters, names, places, and incidents are fictitious. Henry Stambaugh speaking. This is the Blue Network of the American Broadcasting Company.